Little honeybees flying around, little green peas from the ground, buttermilk biscuits nice and brown. Bring it to a Tennessee farm table, butter beans, peas, beets, and chard, chickens running in the yard, catfish frying in that lard. Bring it to a Tennessee farm table. Cast on skillets, good and hot. Watch it steam and crack and pop. Cornbread bacon in that stove. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Pick them maters, good and ripe. Drop in black gang candy stripes. Look at 'em loading down those vines. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Bring it to Tennessee Farm Table. Welcome to the Tennessee Farm Table, a show that I created to draw attention to the people of Tennessee who produce, prepare, and preserve food and agriculture from our state, often with that Appalachian twist. This is your hostess and producer, Amy Campbell. And this morning, we are setting the table with a visit with a young farmer, Rachel McCroskey, co-owner and holistic health coach of Four Daughters Farm in Wallen, Tennessee. We'll also hear from our friend Fred Sossman about that springtime foraging favorite, morel mushrooms. And first off, I wanted to cover the top of the hour with food access information to help us all access food during this hard time that we're all going through. And I'm calling this segment, Food and Farmers to the Rescue. Farmers Markets today for April 11th, 2020. The Nourish Knoxville Winter's Market will not be held today, but it will take place next Saturday, April the 18th. The historic Oak Ridge Farmers Market opening day is today beginning at 9 a.m. located at the historic Jackson Square, and they will be mindful at this market to follow safe shopping guidelines, and they ask for your help to ensure that all visitors and vendors of this market can maintain safety. The market will look a little bit different today with the following safety procedures. Customers will enter and exit at designated locations on the site. The number of customers will be regulated to ensure social distance spacing. Spacing between vendor booths will be increased to 10 feet, and customers are encouraged to bring their own bags, and they ask that vendors don't have to handle customer reusable bags. Customers will be served one at a time, and they ask that others please wait six feet away to avoid overcrowding, and they're also asking that customers just indicate by pointing to their selections rather than handling the products. And hand sanitizer stations will be provided to the public. And a note that due to this virus, unfortunately, Houston's mineral well has had to temporarily close their doors until this whole thing blows over. Again, that's Houston's mineral well in Newmarket, Tennessee. And to start off with ways that we can help support some of our East Tennessee restaurants, here's a list of names of places that are offering call-ahead ordering and pay-over-the-phone and curbside pickup. And they have different operating hours, so be sure and check out the link to these places before just showing up. This is just a partial list. 
and I'm updating this every week. Adopo Pizza in downtown Knoxville, Cruise Farm Ice Cream, the Gay Street location, J.C. Holdway in Knoxville, Kazon in Knoxville, Knox Pharmacy out on North Shore, Payson Bread in Knoxville, Simple on Severe in South Knoxville, the restaurant at RT Lodge in Maryville, Tennessee, Taco Taco in the Millen Mine in Knoxville, and Walnut Kitchen in Maryville. Also, Becky's in Maryville is also doing curbside. In terms of local meal preparers, where you pick up a complete meal ready to then be heated at your home, um, and some of these have delivery, there is Cook to Be Well in Knoxville, Knox Provisions, and with that one, you got to call ahead a couple of days and place your order, Family Meal Knoxville, Southland Books and Cafe in Blount County, and also Walnut Kitchen. And if you are without a paycheck or you're struggling to feed your kids because all of a sudden they're not in school or for whatever reason you need food, there are a few locations that might give you some resources here. Of course, there's Second Harvest, East Tennessee. There's the Food Community Connection in Blount County, and that is three times a week, and you've got to show proof of residence that you've lived somewhere for three months. So bring that proof with you when you go over there. There's the Love Kitchen in downtown Knoxville. And twice a week, the Welcome Table in Blount County serves food at the Methodist Church and New Providence Presbyterian Church. And links for all of these places for resources for food also on my website, TennesseeFarmTable.com. Here's a partial list of farmers that I've updated this week who are primarily offering meats, and I've checked with these to ensure that they have product this week in stock, but please always call ahead to coordinate your pickup and online ordering and their inventory. For a complete list of farmers and their contact information that you may have not heard mentioned today, please consult the printed or online food guide at nourishknoxville.org. First off is Century Harvest Farms Foundation in Greenback, Tennessee. They're now offering online ordering with the Century Harvest Box. It's a safe and secure, social distancing-friendly local alternative to getting fresh, grass-fed USDA beef. And they are offering online ordering and three pickup locations. And Hoodley Creek Farm offers lambs, and they've also teamed up with Two Chicks and a Farm for CSA component of what they deliver. Hyde Farms and Greenback with pork, Lick Skillet Farm in Newmarket, Tennessee, and on Sunday farm pickups, Mitchell Beef in Jefferson County, Simpsons Farms Athens with grass-fed beef and online ordering, Zavell's Family Farm in Blaine with order ahead for specific produce that you'd like to have picked and waiting for you for farm pickup. Check their post on Instagram for listings of their produce that is available. They don't have any produce that they keep in stock. You tell them exactly what it is you want them to pick for you. And they also offer beef, pork, lamb from the farm. They'll also be at the Oak Ridge Market today. The best way to 
get a hold of them is by phone, and I've got all their info in my podcast notes. And Johnny Buchanan from Crooked Road Farm has eggs at his farm stand Monday through Friday, 4 to 5. So there's just a partial list of some of the farmers that I know that you can connect with and buy product from. And once again, if you didn't hear someone that you're looking for mentioned, there's a complete list from the local food guide at nourishknoxville.org. You are listening to the Tennessee Farm Table podcast and broadcast. And today we are visiting with Rachel McCroskey. She is a young farmer and a holistic health coach and co-owner of Four Daughters Farm in Wallen, Tennessee. Let's hear from Rachel and more about this farm. I'm so excited about visiting with you today. Rachel McCroskey, co-owner of Four Daughters Farm in Wallen, Tennessee. Thank you so much for making the time to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. It's a pleasure to talk to you. We're sitting here at the Blount County Public Library. Okay, so what we're going to talk about today is your farm. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited about this. It's in Wallen, Tennessee, mm-hmm. on West Miller's Cove Road. Yes, ma'am. All right. Um, can you tell me a little bit about your background and where you were born and raised? Yeah, so I was born and raised in Maryville, Tennessee. We lived in town in Maryville when I was growing up, but uh, we've had the farm out in Walland. Um, it's been in my family since the late 40s. So, and the majority of my dad's family has always lived out there. So, even though we lived in town, we, we spent a lot of time out on the farm. And I still have a lot of family that lives out there. And um, I've been living out there full time since 2015. Yeah, I have two sets of aunts and uncles that that live, you know, within a mile of our house, and my cousin um, lives on the farm as well, and my sister lives close by now, so it's it's really really awesome to have family close by. But that's so great. Yeah, we are located in Walland on West Miller's Cove Road. Um, like I said, we've had the property; it's been in our family since nineteen the late nineteen forties. My uh, great-grandfather purchased the property and um, he he worked at Alcoa but he like always dreamed of farming full-time and that was you know where his his dreams were and kind of what he was always working towards mm-hmm. so he was really passionate about farming so the land has basically passed down from generation to generation since since he originally purchased it um, it's traditionally been a cattle farm the the name Four Daughters Farm uh, comes from basically the farm being passed down to me and my sister and my two cousins. Um, so that's kind of like where we we got the name from because it's now in our hands to take care of it. So we decided to to name it Four Daughters Farm. Okay, so on your website, mm-hmm. Four Daughters Farm TN dot mm-hmm. Yep. Um, you write a blog as well, mm-hmm. and um, I like how you said that this farm is a love project of your family. What do you mean? Well, love kind of infuses everything that we do on our farm, and that's kind of the place where we come from in all of our farming activities. So, you know, a love for the land and always wanting to 
wanting our farming practices to be regenerative towards the land and uh, sustainable practices. So always trying to to make the be- the land better than you know how it was when we first got it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know we love and care about each other and want to promote. Um, you know, health and happiness within our family, but also within the community as well. Um, so, you know, in, infusing all of the things that we make and we create and we produce with love and, and then sending that out towards the community as well. Um, yeah, and we, we love being able to live out there. We're very privileged to have that property to live on, and we, we don't take that responsibility lightly. And love for the lifestyle of getting to live close to nature and being able to grow our own food and, and um, really feeling fulfilled in the type of work that we're getting to do. So that's kind of like the place that we're coming from and where we want, what we, we want to send out to the rest of the community can't beat that yeah yeah (laughs) you don't want to be um fostering hatefulness we've got enough of that in (laughs) this world yeah how refreshing Anna could you talk about a little bit about your humane animal treatment philosophy yeah so we have we don't have livestock yet of our own the property is leased and there are still cattle out on our farm um but you know, treating animals humanely and and trying to do things in line with nature is just an important tenet of ours. And I feel like so much of today's food is produced in a way that is inhumane. I think that energy is reflected in the food, you know, that, that ends up on our table. So everything that we do, you know, from the treatment of the animals to um, you know, our practices, our growing practices, or just how we treat others, we want that, you know, to be as in line with our values as possible. On this farm, you also make art. Can you tell me about that? Yeah, so um, continuing with the legacy of my grandmother, uh, Joyce McCroskey, she's a really amazing artist, and you can still see her artwork in the um, in the Maryville Courthouse. In addition to the produce that we create, we have several artists in our family. Um, My cousin Katie, one of the four daughters of Four Daughters Farm, is an amazing artist. She actually drew our logo for us. Um, We had some of her art for sale last year at the Townsend Farmers Market. Um, She does a lot of like hand-painted crafts. Um, She has been painting gourds lately. Yeah, gourds that have been grown on the property and then... um, she paints, uh, she paints them and then turns them into, like, birdhouses, so they're really neat. Yeah, yeah. And then my sister as well, she, she would probably deny this, but she is a, she's really amazing at crocheting and knitting. Yeah. Um, so we try to have some of her uh, crafts at our farm stand as well. So, nice. Yeah, yeah. She's very talented, very, very talented. So we have, we have a lot of artistic talent in our family that we also want to showcase in addition to everything else that we make on the property. It just goes hand in hand, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Times. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, you said your cousin Katie made your logo, which is a daisy, mm-hmm. and um, it would tell us the significance of the daisy to your grandmother. Yeah. So the, the daisy was her favorite flower. 
and she would always say, you know, write in birthday cards or just kind of in passing, like always stop and take time to smell the daisies. Um, so in her spirit and her sort of moral compass, as I like to call it, kind of guides everything that we do. Like if, if I, we called her Jojo, so if Jojo wouldn't approve, we probably shouldn't be doing it. <laughs> so <laughs> the daisy is kind of a reminder for us to, um, you know, stick to our values and to kind of remember her spirit and everything that we do. And also to take time and enjoy the moment and, and be present in everything that we're doing as well. You are listening to the Tennessee Farm Table podcast and broadcast, and today we are visiting with Rachel McCroskey. She is a young farmer and a holistic health coach and co-owner of Four Daughters Farm in Wallen, Tennessee. And this morning at 9 o'clock, Rachel's going to be at the Southland Books and Cafe pop-up drive through Mini Farmers Market in Blount County, Tennessee, beginning at 9, and also they're set up in the Townsend Farmer's Market, which is in the parking lot of the Trillium Cove um, Shopping Center up in Townsend. Just a mini drive through market. Rachel's grandmother was a well-loved person in the community of Blount County, and Rachel is going to let us know about her grandmother, Joyce McCroskey, lovingly referred to as JoJo, an artist and all-around wonderful grandmother, and about a statue that JoJo created to honor the memory of an important woman who lived in Blount County during the time of the Civil War, an African-American woman named Polly Toole. You said that um, your grandmother's art can still be seen at the Blunt County Courthouse. Yes. Mm-hmm. Will you tell us, if people walked in, what they're looking for? So, it's, I'm not quite sure how tall it is, maybe around like three or four feet, mm-hmm. um, but it is a white marble statue of an African-American woman that is holding, um, it looks like a bunch of books in her apron, and so basically the story, she calls this statue Polly Tool. Um, and back in, in during the Civil War, the Confederate Army tried to burn down the courthouse in Blount County and destroy all of the public records, including, um, you know, tax records, property records, and records, you know, of of slaves that had been freed. So this woman, I call her Polly Tool. Um, she went into the courthouse as it was burning down and saved as many records as she possibly could. Yeah, so this was kind of a a, a tribute to that woman and, and what she did for the history of Blount County. And it's such a great statue. Yeah, she, my, my grandmother actually used, um, another artist as the um as the model Mm -hmm. so her name is bessie harvey she's another local artist oh that's so neat yeah yeah so she used her as as the model for for poly tool and she actually went all the way to italy to use to to get the marble and make the sculpture and then it was shipped all the way back here oh that is so neat yeah and what a, a important story um, for our community, and uh, what what great history that lives about Polly Tool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yes. Certainly, an important figure that is. Uh, I think it's it's really important to to remember her and what she did for for this county. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Did she ever cook anything um, that you really associate with her? 
We would make chicken and dumplings. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that was, like, my one of my favorite things to make with her. How wonderful. Yeah. And and other people in my family have told stories of, um, like, you know, my gran- or my mother was a doctor, and uh, I think one of her patients brought her, like, an excessive amount of corn one day, and they just spent the whole day, like, shucking corn and canning it. So everybody in my family has, like, different, different stories from where – you know they needed help or ended up with a ton of food or something and and jojo would just come in there and like save the day and tell you exactly what you needed to do and (laughs) yeah so it's everybody has their own different joyce stories rachel will you tell me about your blog what the address is for it and some of the things that you cover on that blog so our blog is on our website so it's fourdaughtersfarmtn.com slash blog. Um, plan on sharing different recipes um, that we that we use. Like my Aunt Lori, she's a really amazing cook, so I know she is going to post some recipes on there. And my friend Daniel, he's going to post some recipes on there as well. Um, we'll post some how-tos of of things how we do them on the farm not saying it's the right way to do it but just how we kind of go about doing things um we'll also post uh what we have available and where we'll be so we really want to have um kind of current what's for sale to keep everybody informed as to what we're going to have um and also just a general how life is on the farm just the things that we go to go through day to day you know um what it's like raising chickens or different things that our dogs are getting into (laughs) or you know just different things like that so really just kind of like a peek into what our life is like Rachel McCroskey, co-owner and farmer at Four Daughters Farm, Wallen, Tennessee thanks so much for your time today well thank you for having me absolutely And you're listening to the Tennessee Farm Table podcast and broadcast. My guest today has been young farmer and holistic health coach, Rachel McCroskey. She is co-owner of Four Daughters Farm in Wallen, Tennessee. And in this interview, we heard Rachel brag on her grandmother, who is just such a well-known community member of Blount County. Her name was Joyce McCroskey, an all-around wonderful grandmother, and about the statue that JoJo created to honor the memory of an important woman who lived in Blount County during the time of the Civil War, an African-American woman named Polly Toole. I've placed images of the statue of Polly Toole that sits in the foyer of the Blount County Courthouse on my website if you want to see pictures of it, and also a link to Four Daughters Farm. And again, today, Saturday, April 11th, Four Daughters Farm will be set up at two different pop-up farmer's market locations with fresh greens, crafts, and coffee. They'll be at the pop-up drive-through mini farmer's market at Southland Books and Cafe today, beginning at 9 a.m., and they'll also be in Townsend at 9 a.m. at a little pop-up farmer's market, which takes place in the parking lot of All Good Things Garden Center in the shops at Trillium Cove. Both of these pop-up farmer's markets will be practicing social distancing, hand sanitation, and Rachel and her family will also be wearing face coverings.
go back in our minds for a few minutes to a time that was not filled with worry and dread of this COVID-19 virus. It's a beautiful Easter weekend here in East Tennessee, and this is just the time of year when those morel mushrooms start popping up in the woods and byways of East Tennessee. I've noticed on social media several of my friends that have been foraging and posting pictures of their mushroom finds. And here's a classic segment from our friend Fred Sossman about morel mushrooms. They're called molly moochers in West Virginia, hickory chickens in Kentucky, and dry land fish in Virginia and Tennessee. Morel mushrooms are highly prized gifts of springtime. Their honeycomb-like appearance is unmistakable. In this region, colors range from light tan to dark brown. They do especially well in poplar thickets and apple orchards and spring up suddenly among the decaying root systems of trees. Foragers should act quickly, though. Not only do humans treasure morels, so do white-tailed deer and wild turkeys. To fry dry land fish in the style of the Appalachian Mountains, wash a mess of morels in a bowl of cool salt water for about an hour. A mess, of course, is an indefinite measurement enough to feed your family or anyone else who happens by. For this recipe, though, let's say about eight cups of morels if you're lucky enough to find that many. Drain and dry them. Slice the larger ones in half. Make an egg wash with four large eggs, a half a cup of buttermilk, and salt and pepper to taste. Separately, mix together two and a half cups of cornmeal and one and a half cups of all-purpose flour in a wide, shallow bowl or plate. Heat a cup of butter and a cup of oil or bacon grease in a cast iron skillet. Dip the morels in the egg wash and then in the cornmeal flour mixture. Fry in the butter and oil until the coating is crispy and golden brown. Drain on paper towels and serve. When you fry them this way, you'll quickly understand one of the reasons they are often called dry land fish. Morel mushrooms are mountain delicacies that reward the instinctual human desire to hunt in the forest. And morels illustrate one of nature's many ironies, that out of dampness and decay, life and sustenance emerge in the spring. For the Tennessee Farm Table, I'm Fred Sausman. Thank you so much for joining us here today at the Tennessee Farm Table podcast and broadcast. It has been an honor to have your good company. We always love to hear from you on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, or through the website, TennesseeFarmTable.com. I'd sure love to hear from you and swap some recipes and stories. Big thanks to Emmy Sunshine of Madisonville, Tennessee, for the musical arrangement and singing and recording of our theme song. For updated appearances, schedule, news, and her new recording, connect with Emmy Sunshine at TheEmmySunshine.com. We hope you have a good week and keep on digging. This has been a Campbell Creative Incorporated production.